Hello, everyone. Welcome back to, to the podcast. Um, and in, in this uh, series, Communities Unite, I'm joined with Hope and Stephanie. So it's, it's going to be a really cool episode because both Hope and Steph have been on the podcast before at different times. So it's going to be really cool to speak to um to them. And yeah, the, to, to today we're going to speak about like IBD. Um, so it's going to be really cool. So I'm going to ask um Hope to go first and then later on, when we do our little goodbyes, Stephen go first later on. So, so Hope, do, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, I'm Hope, and I don't actually have IBD, but I have a lot of experience with family members and friends that do have it. So we're just here to share some different perspectives, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Steph? I am Stephanie. You've probably you've probably been used to hearing my name, Life with a Stoma. Um, I have an Instagram page where I share my life, living with a stoma, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, but also all the positives that come along with it. I myself have an ileostomy bag. I was diagnosed with colitis when I was 17. And yeah, now, now that I sh- not well, I should actually say, because I almost died, I now try to use my platform as a really positive place where we can share the positives that come along with having a stomach bag and living with conditions like IBD. So yeah, all about the raising awareness. Yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about that earlier on. It's really surprising how many people don't know mm-hmm. about IBD still and they don't know what clients is, they don't know what Crohn's is or what it means or what the condition mm-hmm. entails. It's or quite... how serious it can be. Yeah. It's very, it's very good that lots of people who um have have IBD or even people that don't um uh, who are involved around it. It's really good that uh people like us can speak about it like, like like we can because like you say, there's so many people out there who don't know what it is. Exactly, and I also said I'm such an open book now that I have went through all that because there's literally nothing now that I won't talk about because it is important to speak mm-hmm. about it. You're much because the same. You could have symptoms and like not feel comfortable speaking to anyone and it could be something so much more serious than what you think because it's such a taboo subject. Yeah. Do you know what I find bizarre as well? Like I, I, I can't actually remember the first time that I spoke to you about my colitis properly in depth, but I remember knowing that I could right. because you knew, it just felt easier to talk to you about it because... Obviously, your gran, your mum. You probably told Ryan. Me and I went, oh, my brother was that. Yeah. I actually remember talking to Hope's brother Ryan first about it. I think I, he was the first person I spoke to properly in depth about yeah. Clytis. And it was, was that, yeah, it was that Gil who is, well, Ewan's, Ewan's 18, 21st. Oh, was he 21st? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's Hope's partner. It was at his 21st birthday party that I properly had a conversation with Ryan and spoke to him about like the challenges that IBD brings. It was so nice to just talk to somebody that understood it and who was and living with it as well. Age. Yeah, Ryan was the first person I met on age with colitis. Yeah, I think it really helps, doesn't it? If you have people your own age that you can uh, you can speak to. Yeah, absolutely. I never had that back in the day Mm-mm. at all. It's always known as like the old people's disease. Yeah, which is so true because my mum has it as well, and she's had it since. I think she was must have been maybe her twenties or early thirties. No, exactly. So it's not as if she was old when she got it, or I don't know if it was younger. Yeah, but it is so good though that it's so many people at different ages. It doesn't matter what age you are, you can you can get diagnosed with it. 
I never knew. It wasn't until I had my Instagram page that I seen like a lot of younger girls um showing their bags off online mm-hmm. because see if I'd have had that back when I was in hospital, that would have helped me so much. But I never knew it existed. The, it probably did exist at that time. I just didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So I wish like we could see things like that more online and on telly. Because imagine turning the telly on and there's somebody standing there or in a film or in I don't know a TV series and they've got a stoma bag or they're talking about life yeah. with Crohn's. Yeah, guys, I think we should start a TV production. <laughs> we should. Um, we'll hire people. We'll cast people in the community <laughs> and we'll make a film, Life with Crohn's or Clitis yeah. or Life with a Stoma. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think that's not a bad idea because like I, I know like we've seen things with Crohn's but they're, they're more maybe let's say famous people it, it'll be it would be good we have our own show that like we're not well known like um like a uh like 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 uh, maybe those people so it, I think that that'd be a good idea to actually do that one day you know, speaking of famous people in like TV shows, right? There must have been about um, two and a bit weeks ago, me and my partner went to see Black Panther in the cinema. Oh my God. Like, oh, I love Marvel, right? And I love, uh, I just, oh, I love it. But see, when I was watching the film, like, see the minute I sat down and the, like, the Marvel thing came up, like, the, I don't know what it's called, the logo, is that what it's yeah. called? Like, the logo thing. See, when that came up, and normally there's music over it, and it was just silence. And it just, oh my God, like, because he obviously died, Chadwick died of bowel cancer. Mm. And I think, was it, did he have Crohn's disease? Was it? I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I know he had bowel cancer, um, but I just, I don't know. When I was watching that that film, it just hot home That TV presenter that follows you that has bowel cancer for the first dates or something? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Isn't that Paddy or something? But it might be Paddy. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know whether I can't remember his name. name but but yeah. I didn't know he had it until you told me. He's got cross his And I've seen him on Twitter now. There's also um what's that girl's name? She was on she was on the magazine, Famous Magazine. Is that Amber? I don't actually really hear anything about famous people having diseases like that. But I feel like they should probably speak about it more. Yeah. Yeah. To raise awareness for people that like look up to them and stuff like that. I know I could probably find them on my page. Um, I just I can't remember her name, but I just love like seeing. I just love seeing people when they bro- broadcast it and talk about it, and you see it on television. I'm like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. But I've never, I've yet to see somebody with a stoma bag being shown on television in a film or something that we've watched. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Have you? No, not that never. I think Yeah, I think like like you say, the more maybe well known people that share their stories. I think it's becoming known known now. Like, um, like I think you had um, Dynamo has has IBD. Like I think has Crohn's, and 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 then and then you have like actors now, and um. So I, I think it's good that like like you say, people who l- look up to these people will share their stories as well. Hopefully, yeah. That's why I think I think one of the best things about starting an Instagram page is the fact that I've met a community of people that mm-hmm. are trying to work towards the same goal, trying to raise awareness for conditions like IBD, trying to tell people that it is a serious condition, like colitis is it can be debilitating and it can be life threatening if it's not treated earlier, earlier on. Um, and I kind of just wish that people would receive that mm-hmm. message because a lot of people don't come forward to suffer in silence. Yeah. So it's 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 really sad, isn't it? Like 
that people don't want to share sometimes, but it is it helps. It, it's better to share like in the end because you, you just don't want to be in pain. And I think that that's the aim of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it's the same with like your mental health. They obviously speak up about your mental health. Whereas if you've actually got health conditions and you feel like you're suffering like physically as well, if that makes sense, then you should also speak up about it. No, it does. Mental health and IBD go hand in hand, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel especially like with mental health, it's being more spoke about now than it was maybe like years ago. So I, I it is it, it's like you say, mental health really impacts like IBD. Um, if you if you're having if you're doing like not great as well, um, I think you think of the worst, don't you? If if, if something bad's you know, happening with like colitis, Crohn's, um, but yeah, mental health is really important. We had like a, I was I said to Hope just before we come on here about how much my mental health did affect my colitis because if I was anxious or stressed about maybe going to the shops because I was worried there wasn't going to be a toilet nearby, that would put me into a flare up. Mm-hmm. It, it does, it just, it could cause my symptoms to come back and the flicker switch. And that's why I always try to kind of look after my mental health now because I never used to. I never really seen mental health as being that important when I was younger because, I mean, you don't. No. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to look after myself. Right. You're just like, oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit sad today, oh well. It doesn't mean anything. Beat yourself up some more. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was hard to understand what it actually was, though. I think mental health when I was younger, like, what is it? Um, and like, it's 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 like one of those things that it's just, it's just your own health, really, isn't it? Like mentally. So, but but yeah, it's. I found like especially when pandemic started, I I think it was more talked about around that kind of time. Yeah, I feel like it can be quite hard as well to like learn how to understand how to help someone with mental health problems like like sometimes you could be thinking oh I'll say like if someone completely not complains if somebody says oh I'm having a bad day this is what's going on and you say oh well I had a bad day too blah 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 and you try and compare your situation it can obviously make the other person feel like worse because you're not actually listening to what they're saying yeah but it can also it could also go the other way as well, and they could feel better yeah. to know they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really subjective. Like it's individualistic. It just depends on who you're talking to. But I would always say the best way to help somebody who's gone through a mental health crisis or just a really rough time is just to be there and listen. Like sometimes you don't need somebody like you say yeah. tell you about your badness and like your bad days because you're experiencing it as it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need somebody to sit and really listen. Like how many saying. times have I phoned you? Like phone the morning, bawling my eyes out, and you've picked up the phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what best friends are for. Yeah, that that is why you have a friend because it, it, it's to, to 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 be up at that time. Yeah, um, there is no one else I would phone at that time in the morning, mainly yeah. because she has insomnia and doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I don't sleep at She's all. She's the only person awake at that time. <laughs> so really, she phones me because she's the only person awake at that time. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So at least you don't have to feel bad for waking someone up when they're not asleep anyway. So, so exactly. that's why she gets phoned. I absolutely would not. I would phone somebody back in the day. I wouldn't. Now I would absolutely oh, phone you. If it was some serious, yeah, I'd be like, I'm struggling big time, and I need somebody to talk to because at the end of the day, your mental health comes first, and you see, you're honest. Overall health just comes first. Mm-hmm. How you're feeling. So to answer your question, what is mental health? But how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. yeah it is a very 
personal subject, isn't it? And it, you just if you think about just speak about it around the right people because like um it is a personal thing and um like a personal experience. So it is it's it is hard to speak about, but I think the more we speak about it, the more we feel comfortable speaking about it to certain people. A big thing that helped with my mental health was like starting the gym. Going to the gym. I noticed that. Uh-huh. Like working out and exercising was like a massive mm-hmm. help for me and my anxiety. And now I'm like a wee gym addict. Although, see, I noticed that as well. Sometimes if I was in a really bad mood and I went to the gym, I would sweat it right out. But when I was in the very early stages of grief, I would go to the gym, go to the gym crying, go into the gym thinking that it would make me feel better and I would have to leave because I couldn't hold it in and it would actually just make me feel worse. Like, it really, you have to gauge when. When's the right time? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't get that out there. No, it's, it's true. Some, like, the gym is an escape for a lot of people and obviously everybody deals with their grief and deals with their mental health, their anxiety, whatever it may be in different ways. But I think it's really knowing yourself and knowing your body and when it's the right time to go and do something and when it's the right time to just sit down and let it out mm-hmm. like yeah. trying to hide it and cry i trying to like suppress your emotions is it gonna help i'm bad i know you are like you're terrible <laughs> she is terrible for that i just <laughs> won't tell anyone i'm like oh well just do it tomorrow and then you get me who will literally sit in front of a stranger and be like <laughs> just start crying. Sorry about the listeners of your ears. <laughs> Sorry for your ears, guys. I didn't. I forgot I was on a podcast for a minute. <laughs> yeah, like I if if I'm like my help, it, like if I'm like something really bad happened with my crimes, I would like to just go to a field and just scream. And uh, I, I think that's like for me, that's it's the best way. Or just scream when no one's in the room. Um, I find that's like. Really helps. I haven't done that. I wouldn't have the guts to do that. Just my scream. coping mechanism is being in the car and having my music up at like super duper loud and listening to sad songs. So yeah. I can relate. That's my coping mechanism. Yeah. I just I just cry. Yeah. I usually cry in the car. I don't cry anywhere else. I'll cry in the car. I'll cry in the shower. I'll yeah. cry in my room. <laughs> we sound so sad. I know, but, no, but normalise sadness because guys, we all feel sad at some point mm. and we've all great, we we've all been there. But then again, it's the whole, it's the normalisation, isn't it? It's normalising that it's okay to have bad days and to be down and it's okay to cry and be sad and to talk about being sad because you're not going to mm-hmm. be sad all the time. There's things in your life that do bring you joy and happiness yeah. and it's important to, if we're going to talk about um, something I learned in uni, it's called being in flow. In flow. It's in called flow. flow. There you go. We are all in flow right now. Yeah. I think. What does that yeah. mean? We're happy. All right. We're content. We're lives. Mm. We're happy. Yeah. yeah. At the moment. At the moment. <laughs> at the moment. We've got a, a bride to be. Yeah. Thanks. We've got a bride <laughs> to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Were you engaged when you were on this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Did you mention it? Probably. I don't know. I can't remember. I got asked to be the media honour, guys. You did. You did. I got, I got a big honour. Yeah. I'm dreading it. I'm getting <laughs> a... We'll have to have a one way Stanley standing up at the altar. We were talking about imagine my bag burst when I was up at the altar and mm. it went all over the bridesmaid's dress or like on the bride dress because I'm going to be next to you. Oh, yeah, I've been on the way. That would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the realities I... of living with Roma. Yeah. You won't forget that. 
No, I, I, I wouldn't even remember. Yeah, well, we, I wouldn't did remember. You, did you hear what happened to Hope Sweden? That's definitely. Mm, mm. I that Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be. You, you won't forget that. No, absolutely not. I don't think anyone will. Yeah. Well, sorry, guys, we'll need to just take a short intermission. Yeah. Well, Stephanie has a word with Stanley. Let's, I've got a question, Pillage, right? What's your most embarrassing memory relating to Crohn's or Clytis? How would I know? I don't have I know it. you don't have it, but it can be <laughs> of someone that you know. And just be a, a I'm memory. not out and Ryan like a that. Memory. When not here to defend Does it need to be Ryan? But I don't have any embarrassing ones, anyone else. It would be you, or it would be drunk. It would be me, or it would be showing you. I know what this is going to be. I know what this is I'll tell be. you so what this is. So, my, it's not embarrassing on my behalf, but you know what? It's not even embarrassing on yours. It's just funny. It's just funny. We I were, forgot about it. I didn't know what a Barbie butt was. This was literally, what, September last year? Yeah. Still had no idea what a Barbie butt was. I mean, Steph were drunk in the toilet. And I was still going on about her. I didn't know what, it, like, what a Barbie butt was. So, Steph bent over and spread her cheeks apart <laughs> and showed me what a Barbie butt is. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Good to know. It was not reciprocated. No, it was not. <laughs> but I now know what it looks like. So yeah, my embarrassing story would probably be when I was in, I was at my auntie's wake, and I was wearing like a dress. Yeah. No, it wasn't a dress. It was like a long skirt on the top, but the, the the skirt was really tight, but like too tight. And my bag wasn't like closed properly. So not the seal. The seal was fine. It was the actual opening at the bottom to drain it. Wasn't on properly. And I was outside with about 50 people. We were all outside. It was a lovely day. And then all of a sudden I just felt like an itch on my leg. And I went to itch it. My bag had like started dripping all down my leg, all over the floor. And I had to run into the toilet. And I ran out of the kitchen. There was too many people there. But the smell was disgusting. And I was crying my eyes out. It was actually really embarrassing. I'm quite sensitive about it. But I laugh at it now. So funny. Yeah. yeah. We, we always love those things now, don't we? Yeah. We're sure. Yeah. I don't have so many, but one I just laugh at now, it's, it's more of just, um, like, when have I had my Crohn's injection a few times and it just burst everywhere. Um, and, uh, and like, it was funny, really, because um, at the time it weren't. I was, weren't happy. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but um, but it would go everywhere. It's almost like like because it's like an epipen, um, and you put it in, and uh, uh, sometimes it's really clumsy. Like sometimes you won't hear it, and you you, you won't hear it, and then put it in, and then take it out, and then it 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 starts out. So all, everything goes everywhere, and then and then yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 I guess that was pretty embarrassing. No, um, I, but, but, I, so. funny. <laughs> I like it. I love hearing people's embarrassments, Louise. It really, it honestly makes me feel mm -hmm. so much better. I remember, I remember, I met one of my best pals now. But the first time I ever met him, one of the first questions I ever asked him was that, "Have you ever um, had an accident in public?" <laughs> and he was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Just want to know. I just want to know out of curiosity." That's what I mean. But that's just nothing we won't talk no, about. No. Ewan slags me to this day rotten for I mean it's not really an IBD story but it's kind of on the topic I, I can't remember what we were doing and I think I wasn't feeling well or I was hungover 
Oh, and I get that? a really bad bill when I'm hungover after I've had have I've had alcohol, and we were sitting on his couch in his room. <laughs> have you heard this story? Yeah. And I think I like laughed or sneezed, and oh, I just sun came out. And he still tells me like if you he goes, oh, you crapped on my couch, and I'm like, it's so funny. And like this joke. was this was about five years ago, and I still he still brings it up to this day. I don't know. And do you know what? That's when you know it's true love. True love. That's when you know. True so love. even people like without IBD still have embarrassing stories like that. And it goes to show that even if you do have a condition like Crohn's or colitis or something under the IBD umbrella, that you can live a normal life and laugh about it with your loved one yeah. and have a loved one because we experience it too. Yeah, we all get it. <laughs> yeah, we all poo. <laughs> Yeah, we do, we do, we, we all do that. <laughs> we do indeed, and if you don't, well, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my mum the other day, we were out a couple, it was like two weeks ago, our dog, Bo, um, had the runs, and like blood was coming out, so I was going to him, Bo, you could bill cancer? <laughs> and my mum's going, don't say that. But then I was like, Can dogs get bill cancer? Yeah. And like, colitis. That's what Clara had, I said Clara died. Bill cancer? She got bill cancer. Mm. Cancer in her bill. I didn't know that. Dogs are people too. Well, I got around for asking if the dog had bill cancer anyway. <laughs> I got around. <laughs> 23, I got around. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's um, like, that, 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 like, that, when you, you have to, like, it, it, like, when you don't go to a toilet, like, it, like, like, so, so, so sometimes I hear from people that they'll, like, friends, they'll say, I, I only go for another two, like, uh, once yeah. uh, once a week. And I was thinking, what's a week? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, like yeah. Yeah, that, that, and, like, from an IBD uh, kind of version of event, do you think that's pretty crazy, considering? <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, like, once every three or four days. One time I did for a week and I actually thought I was going to die. Sorry, guys, I've got fruit flies <laughs> and I'm trying to kill them. <laughs> they're flying about I'm like yeah. trying to clap. which like, makes me I couldn't imagine going to the toilet like rhyme is going between 10 and 15 times a day and I struggle with every like three days it's really weird for me to think back to when I did go to the toilet I was like, going to ask you when how often do you go to the toilet but you don't I don't well just bag. in different ways first time I ever like before I had a bag and colitis you were lucky if I went to the toilet like once every three days like mm-hmm. I was quite it wasn't a lot and then clients hit and boom every day right about 14 times yeah like for, for me um like it was weird because like before I had Crohn's I would still go the amount of time to do now um so it would not it's normally about maybe once a day um yeah um and it was weird because like I would go in the evening before I had Crohn's and now I'll just go in the mornings um and then that that's how it works. <laughs> People I know go twice a day. Mm-hmm. That's part of healthy though. I yeah. think. Do you know you meant to use that? Is it the is stool? Squatty potty yeah, thing? in your knees. Or... Yeah. I've never, I've never used it in my no, life. No, I have a neighbour. Um, they're supposed to be quite nice. I think. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Satisfying. <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I nearly used it, but yeah, I just thought, nah. Just... No. 
my friend's got one and I, I tried using it. It just I, I was laughing at myself. I couldn't do it. No, I don't think I could. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> it just feels weird. But... Yeah. I have tried it. I have like sat on it before, but never properly used it. Nah. Yeah. Oh. But it's um it is um who knows? Maybe one day I'll use it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that could be our next um our next know. podcast. Like have any of try tried this spotty potty? That's an update. <laughs> I'm going for a colonoscopy in less than two weeks. Oh. And I'm about it. Yeah. It, they are uh, well good luck for two weeks time. Um by the time mm-hmm. this by the time this goes out, you actually would have done it because it um it should go out about near enough in, in two weeks, so well, wish me luck, everyone. Hope that I'm still alive from yeah. my very first COVID. We're actually going to do a um a before and after in my way um, <laughs> of Hope's weight because she wants to see how much weight she's going to lose after having a flush out. Yeah, <laughs> Is that the word? But we're also going to do like a before and after, like what a colonoscopy is like um, on my page. So if you're interested, yeah. guys, come check out my page, Life with a Stoma, to see Hope's. <laughs> feedback on a colonoscopy as someone who doesn't have any bit of problems yeah yeah. I, yeah like I remember my first one and it, they are um, interesting I say that <laughs> they are interesting aren't they <laughs> I found them really like I was saying I had I've had four but I found my first day I, I, I was saying say they were great that I had quite a traumatic experience with mine it was quite awful but with that being said it was more so the hype up and not knowing what I was expecting going in because then I had the local anaesthetic and after it I never remembered it, mm-hmm. so it was fine. Yeah, I, I, I had sedation on my first my first one. Um and they are um like the drink you have isn't friendly, but <laughs> um you like for me uh, every fifteen minutes to have it. Took me, it took me 15 minutes to drink one little jug and then I didn't drink it all actually when I have mine because I was empty anyway uh from my Crohn's because I had lost a lot of weight beforehand so um it is it is interesting but um 15 think, minutes yeah. it took me two hours to try and drink it like a full litre two litres I had is it two litres I had two litres of movie prep to drink. I think mine's just yeah. there. I had about that as well. And like, it took me 15 minutes to take, you know, when you have that little cup like, that you put something in the cup and then you drink it. And, yeah. um, but I didn't drink it all. I couldn't, I had near enough, probably half a jug left. So, I, had to that too. I had to tell them that I couldn't drink it all because it was awful. If I told them I, went, I couldn't finish it. Um, because that, I had to get an enema because I didn't drink enough of it because it was too much. They gave me it in the hospital. Yeah, I've I, I I had an enema. Um, my, it might have been last year or the year before. If I think it was the year before, forgetting time. Um, but um, yeah, I, I had one. I had a sigmoid ostopy. Um, and yeah, I I had an enema. It was horrible. Like, if you have an enema, good I don't luck. want one. I'll be down in that drink. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> go to it straight away, don't you? Like, yeah. Oh my god! See the minute they put the enema in, about they they tell you. Don't they? They're like trying to retain it for as long as possible. Yeah. Literally, they put it in, and seconds later, you're running to the loo. Really? They seconds. they said to me, wait, uh, try and wait about ten minutes. And, I, and, and me, me not having it before, I thought, okay, is, is it that easy? Like, like, and, then, <laughs> and, and then and then um, I'm I'm in the bed, I'm in the bed while they do it, and then I, I um 
I, I, I'm getting ready to go to the toilet because, of course, I've got proper shoes on and everything like that, and the toilet's only right over there. And then they said, do you, do, do you want me to wheel you to the toilet? I said, no, I'll run. I'll be more faster if I run to the toilet <laughs> than you wheel me to the toilet. But, they honestly, they gave me my, my enema. They put me in a room with six different people with one toilet. Oh my we all God. had oh. an enema. Always had an enema. So there's one toilet, always have got an enema, and there's what? I was like, are you joking? We should have a cubicle each. Oh, oh there's my dog. I was in there for probably about half hour. I was in the toilet for half hour. I just sat there. Yeah. She's saying hi. Saying oh, hi. hi. Hello. You're blocking me. I can't see. Can't <laughs> even see. She's just going to block the view. Guys, Maya's came on the screen. Um, Maya's my goal. And she's saying hello. Hey, Maya, please move. Hello. Thank you very much. Love you so much. Right, stay there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to sit near me. Like this. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, because um, when I went to the toilet for the enema, I just sat there the whole time. I didn't get off and go back because I, I, I don't want to be a yo-yo, so I just sat there about half hour, uh, and then it was all right. I couldn't believe like how rapid it was for me. So I couldn't even oh, hold in for a minute. I don't I think I lasted that get long. One. It's not sore or anything. No, no, but I don't want one. It's like a wee... How would you explain it? How far does it go in then? It's um, like... The only thing I can describe is like a wee tampon to put in your bum hole. It is, uh, you might feel, you don't really feel much, you, probably, you might feel a little bit, it's almost like you're having someone stick their hand yeah. up, uh, it's almost like sticking their hand at your bum, uh, and and then, and then um, you just... You feel something like you just urgently need to go to the toilet, um, yeah. desperately, um, and it's at the stage where you can't actually hold it in. It's almost like it would come out on its own if you don't go. It's oh, like lovely. you can't. You get to a point you're like, I can't. You just need to go to the loo. Yeah, you you just really need to go. But um, I don't know what I prefer. Like Steph, would you do? What what, what do you think would be better? Like the the uh, enema or like having the prep drink? enema really i couldn't do the drink the drink was i right so i can't some people are good at drinking stuff they don't like but i have a really bad gag mm -hmm. reflex so i'm sick if i don't like something so it's it was torture for me i remember my granny being in the room and i was sobbing my eyes out because i couldn't drink this stuff i would much rather an enema because it's over quicker and like you go through a few seconds of like discomfort getting it put in mm -hmm. and then you're at the toilet within seconds and minutes so i would rather an enema yeah i i, I think i would too um, but the, the only downfall when I had the enema, I had a load of blood like in my stools. So I, I, I like at that time, so it was only a, it was a bit sore. Kind of, I, I expected that, but uh, but yeah, definitely agree. Like enema is good, but good 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 luck, hope for your 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 one. I will need it. You'll need to let us know if you get an enema. I don't want an enema. I don't want an enema. I but um, I guess the bad, like, um, I don't know, like, when I had the prep, I was at home, and then the enema was in the hospital, so I guess it depends where it, what you have. I think you can have the enema at home, but um, I just prefer a professional doing that, like the enema. Enema. What yeah. a weird name, enema. It's a fun name. Enema. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is a weird name. Like, like, you think, where do you get all these names from? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I want none of that too. Oh. Sorry, Maya. There you go. She's wanting her walks. That's what it is. She's like, Mum, walkie time. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Well, best of luck for two weeks' time. Now, hope. Um, you have to let me know how it all goes. Well, well, I'm sure I'll share. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and before we go, guys, I just gonna ask you guys to um. Oh, sorry, you froze there. Yeah, I, I did, I did, didn't I? It's, it's yeah, like you're I'm, back. Yeah, it's like I'm in, I'm, I'm in back in time. <laughs> um, yeah, but before we go, I'm gonna ask you guys if you want to just add anything or just have any advice that you want to say at the end. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll start with you, Steph, and then go on to hope. So one of the things I always tell people is don't be ashamed to talk about um, your story. It's actually really good to talk about things that can educate other people and help somebody else that's maybe in your shoes but doesn't want to talk openly about it themselves. And also that you know your body better than anybody. So if you feel like something isn't right, go get it checked. And if you get an answer that you think doesn't sit right with you, then get a second opinion. W. That's literally going to be my point. Oh, so is it if you don't believe if you don't believe what the whoever's telling you get a first, second, third, fourth, fifth opinion if you need to because you know your own body better than anyone else. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's always best to do that, isn't it? Because like um like it's hard to find people who you can trust, isn't it? Like at hospitals and stuff like that. So yeah. It's, it's good. It's really good. But uh, thank you, guys. Um, we'll um for for for, for coming on. Uh, again um, thank you for and, having us yeah yeah um, we'll definitely have to think about doing some show won't we like uh <laughs> absolutely <laughs> see we should just have a series for um all of us just yeah, our series. <laughs> a yeah. we we could do that couldn't we at some time we could figure out and and, and do a whole series all together yeah yeah and then we could even have our own Ask, ask people to come in and talk with us about yeah. Crohn's and colitis or something. But uh, yeah, we we'll have to we we'll have to do that at some point. Um, once yeah. Hope's done a kind of lost the um, I think we we don't want to do it before then, do we? Hope. No, well, it's, only, it's only a week. <laughs> I've only got what a week on Tuesday, so that's how many days? Seven, eight, seven, nine, eight and a bit days. Eight and a bit. Yeah. Eight and a bit days. Yeah. Well. All the best for that. Um, and to, to anyone who's listening today, hope you've enjoyed our chat about um, IBD, Crohn's colitis, and it's been really fun. So for thanks again to Hope and Steph. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.